We're glad you could join us today for the Concepts of Faith broadcast. This program is dedicated to teach you how to put the Word of God to work so that it will make a positive difference in the everyday circumstances of your life. And now, here's Charles Caps. All right, open your Bibles to Ecclesiastes, the fourth chapter. I want to do just kind of a quick review of some things that we've said and kind of get the direction going here and to wrap up this subject on Jesus, our intercessor, and share with you some things I believe the Spirit of God would have me share with you. Ecclesiastes, the fourth chapter, Solomon said, So I returned and considered all the oppression that was done under the sun. Behold the tears of such as were oppressed, and they had no comforter, and on the side of their oppressor there was power, but they had no comforter. Wherefore I praise the dead, which are already dead, more than the living, which are yet alive. Yea, better is he than both they which have not yet been, who have not seen the evil works done under the sun. Now, just put that in the everyday vernacular. He said, you'd be better off dead than living under a situation where the oppressor had power and those that were oppressed had no power. Now, looking into the Old Testament, you can readily see that that was a situation where there was no comforter. There was no consoler. There was none called alongside to help. They were under the law. There was no power under that law to bring about their victorious life. Now, they had to stay under the law. Come to Isaiah, the 59th chapter. Let's begin with verse 15. Isaiah prophesied, said, Yea, truth faileth. He that departeth from evil maketh himself a prey, and the Lord saw it, and it displeased him that there was no judgment or there was no justice. Now, this is why many people have not understood reading in the Old Testament. They have never understood that under the Old Covenant there was no power in the law to help them to overcome and to live victorious only by doing the law to the letter were they under the umbrella of God's protection. Now, as you read, and I mentioned this in the first night, and we haven't had time to get into it. We're not going to take time to go into the others of Hebrews 11. But as you read the latter part of the book of Hebrews, 11th chapter, you find that it says that others were sawn asunder. First of all, it tells you all of the heroes of the Hall of Fame, whatever you want to call it, of faith, of Hebrews 11, how they wrought righteousness, subdued kingdoms, and did all these great things through faith, but it says then others were tortured, others were sawn asunder, others were killed by the sword. And it goes on to tell about these. Well, some have said, what about the others of Hebrews 11? And some identify with the others of Hebrews 11 today and say, well, we can't expect to have it any better than some of these did. But if you read the last verse there, it says God having prepared something better for us, a better covenant. See, these people had no comforter. These people had no intercessor. But thank God, God has him a man today. His name is Jesus. You see, Ezekiel prophesied and said, God looked for a man to stand in the gap and make up the hedge, but he found none. Thank God we've got a man today. His name is Jesus. He is our advocate. He is our intercessor. And under this new covenant, thank God we have an intercessor. His name is Jesus. Now, the thing that 
sometimes that people don't realize is the fact that God has prepared better things for us. Now you hear people say this sometimes. Well now these faith people, they think that they have more faith than even the patriarchs had, the people of the old covenant. They think they have more faith than these people had. They think they're going to live victorious in this life. When the Bible says they that live godly will suffer persecution. Well, certainly Jesus did say that. The Bible does say that. But keep reading. He says that in the world you'll suffer persecution. But be of good cheer. I have overcome the world. Thank God. Well, glory be to God. He has overcome the world, the flesh, and the devil. And he has become our intercessor. He's seated at the right hand of the Father. Thank God he's our intercessor today. Now, why shouldn't we? Let's just deal with that for just a minute. Why shouldn't we have more faith than the people of the old covenant? Now, just think with me for a minute. You know, to some people, that's blasphemy. Why you think you have more faith than the people of the old covenant? Well, now, wait a minute. We have more of the word of God than the people of the old covenant, don't we? I mean, don't we have the new covenant? The New Testament? There's not a scripture in the Old Testament that says resist the devil and he'll flee from you. How in the world could they have faith for that when there was no promise of that in the Old Covenant? How in the world could they have faith for the provisions that God made for us through the New Covenant? They did not have the promise of that. They could not have faith in it. They could not have the faith that we have today because they did not have the promises that we have today. Can you see that? So thank God for the patriarchs and our father Abraham, the father of faith. They believed God and it was imputed to them for righteousness. But thank God we have a better covenant established on better promises. And not only that, we have Jesus our intercessor. Thank God he's seated at the right hand of the Father and he makes intercession for us today. Now, back here to Isaiah, the 59th chapter. Verse 16 says, speaking of God, said, He saw that there was no man and wondered that there was no intercessor. Therefore his arm brought salvation unto him and his righteousness, it sustained him. For he put on righteousness as a breastplate and a helmet of salvation upon his head, and he put on the garments of vengeance for clothing, and was clad with zeal as a cloak. According to their deeds, according he will repay, fury to his adversary, recompense to his enemies, to the islands he will repay recompense. So shall they fear the name of the Lord from the west, and his glory from the rising of the sun. When the enemy shall come in like a flood, the Spirit of the Lord shall lift up a standard against him. Now, we talked about this, that if you punctuate this difference, and in the Old Covenant here, possibly it is punctuated accurately under the Old Covenant. But under the New Covenant, as we study it, you can realize that this can be punctuated very different and read this way, when the enemy shall come in, comma, like a flood, the Spirit of the Lord shall lift up a standard against him and put him to flight. Now our scripture reference for that is John 7 verse 38 where Jesus said that those that believe on me, see talking about the Holy Spirit which is to come, out of their bellies shall flow rivers of living water. 
Now here the word flood means a flowing stream, a rushing stream of water. So when the enemy comes in, then like a flood, the Spirit of the Lord shall lift up a standard. Now under the old covenant, it's very possible that it's punctuated accurately here because the enemy could come in like a flood. There was nothing to contain him other than that covenant that God had given them. If they were out from under that covenant, there were nothing that would contain that flood. But thank God under this new covenant, when the enemy comes in, then like a flood. You see, the flood has been shifted from the enemy to us today. The Holy Spirit within us, the comforter, the one called alongside to help. He is here to arm us with supernatural weapons of warfare. Thank God. We're not limited to just what the people had under the old covenant. Now, as we look at this in the light of what the scripture says about the Holy Spirit, turn with me to 2 Corinthians. We talked last night about the fact that Paul was talking about putting on the whole armor of God. And he said, we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities and powers. And that is where the fight is today on this planet, is with principalities and powers. Many times we deal with the flesh and get involved in the fight of the flesh with individuals. But it is the spirit that drives that individual that we need to take authority over and call down. By the spirit of God, we have weapons of warfare that are not carnal. 2 Corinthians 10, verse 3, and down a few verses here. For though we walk in the flesh, we do not war after the flesh. For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds. Notice it is mighty through God. The Apostle Paul says, Be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. So we as individuals upon this planet, Christians, believers, the body of Christ today, we have authority to exercise dominion in this planet because we have weapons of warfare that are not carnal. They're mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds. These are not carnal weapons. Now, Satan is limited to what is common to man. The scriptures tell us that. But we are not limited to that. The weapons of our warfare are not carnal. Somebody said, well, it's not fair. You know, it's not, Satan's screaming it's not fair too. You notice that when he came against Jesus and began to challenge his authority and says, I know who you are. You're the Holy One of God. In other words, he's challenging his authority to cast him out. He said, I know you're God manifest in the flesh. And it's illegal, see, is what he was inferring for you to cast me out. But Jesus cast him out anyway because the weapons of his warfare were not carnal. They were mighty through God. It was not his divine Godhead powers. It was the anointing that God had placed upon him because he walked perfect and upright under that old covenant. And it was legal for God to anoint him. I'm glad you joined us for the Concepts of Faith broadcast today. Now, we're talking all this week about authority, and we're offering CD offer number 7411. It's called the Authority Series. Four CDs for $29 plus $5 postage and handling, a total of $34.
Now, if you don't understand that you have authority on this earth, you're going to let the devil run over you roughshod. I'm telling you, folks, there's some things that you need to understand about authority that God has given us. First of all, you need to understand that your body gives you authority on this earth. And so many times you hear people saying, oh, we just got to beat the old flesh to death because the flesh is so sinful. No, it's not. No, you can train the flesh to be righteous or sinful or any other way. It is neutral, really, and you train it the way you want it. When Jesus was born on this planet, he had to be born here to have authority here. The Bible says that he came to destroy the works that the devil had done. Well, he had the authority to do that because he was born on this planet. He was a legal resident of the planet Earth, and that gave him authority to destroy the works of the devil. But did you notice he didn't destroy the works of the devil until the Holy Ghost came upon him when he was baptized in the river Jordan? And then he began to do great and mighty miracles and cast out demons, heal the sick, raise the dead, and kill fig trees and stop storms. I'm telling you, he had authority on this planet because he was a man. Now, why didn't he do it before he was 30 years of age when he was baptized in the River Jordan? Because he didn't have the ability to do it, because he was born here as a man, he was a son of God, all right, but he took on him the authority of a man, so he'd have authority, and it was legal for God to anoint him, then to cast out demons and heal the sick and destroy the works of the devil. You need this series. It's offer number 7411, authority series, four CDs for $29 plus $5 postage and handling. A total of $34. We have a toll-free order line, 1-877-396-9400. Until tomorrow, this is Charles Capps reminding you the enemy is defeated, God is exalted, and yes, Jesus is coming soon. To order the product offered today, call 1-877-396-9400 or write Charles Capps, P.O. Box 69, England, Arkansas, 72046. A complete list of CDs, books, and DVDs are available online at charlescaps.com. Through the website, you can listen to this radio program again and subscribe to our podcast. This broadcast is sponsored by Charles Caps Ministries and our listeners in this area.